Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. It is Eat Sleep Podcast, Beat FM 99, and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. As always, I am your host, Sean Hood, and that is Dave Taylor. How you doing, everybody? And we are here to discuss all things professional wrestling. We're going to get into it today. Uh, we're post-WrestleMania season now. We're kind of just seeing where all the pieces fall as far as storylines, as far as changes, as far as releases. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, kind of a mishmash of a show here with a lot of different topics we're going to be jumping through. Uh, if you want to jump in on that, please feel free to throw us a comment or something like that. Hey, Philip, how's it going? Uh, Thanks for being here. But uh, we've got to get the business out of the way. First, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com is the easiest place to keep in touch with us. Uh, Make sure you do that right under the media tab. It says ESPR. Uh, You find that tab right there. You click it under the media tab, and it will always take you to our most recent episode. Uh, That's the easiest way to do it. You can also find us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Give us a five-star rating and review when you subscribe. We would greatly appreciate it. We also have social media. If you're using social media, which how are you not in this day and age? Facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on Twitter at ESPR99. Or you can always email us, if nothing else, ESPR at FM99.com. we got some of those to go through today. And if you're here, feel free to throw a comment in there and say, hey, hey, it's mom. Hi, mom. Hey, hi, mom. I have to say, because she said hi to me. So I know, mom. right? I know. Finally, mom. you've earned, you've, you've, done a, <laughs> you've done enough to earn my mother's oh. recognition. He's like, he's a good boy. I'm going to say that's, hi. That's kind of probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> so in any event, uh, yeah, Eat Sleep Podcast Pete this week, kind of a a, a, an, a grouping of topics. Uh, we got a bunch of emails or some uh, some news we want to jump through and stuff like that. And I, I guess we're kind of just going to kind of, I don't know, bounce around the topics and everything this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dave, I don't know where you want to start with the first one you want to jump into is. Uh, we, we, we did the latest wrestling news because you mentioned a couple of things that kind of uh, piqued my interest. Um, uh, so yes. Let's start with happy news first. Okay, let's start with happy news. Why not? Ronda Rousey announced that she is pregnant. So congratulations to her and Travis Brown. They have been trying for a baby. They've been she the one of the reasons she left WWE when she did was because she wanted to take time off to start a family. Um, so congratulations to her. I'm glad that's working out for her. It's kind of funny though, because you know it's like the you go the the you know we go like uh, the WrestleMania is almost like the 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 marker for her with everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's when she she showed up at wrestling for the first time. She had her her debut match. She had her final match. Then WrestleMania happens. Then she announces she's pregnant. And it's like, okay, well, it's WrestleMania year. We're just going to have to always kind of be waiting for news with Ronda Rousey, apparently. Yeah, um, yeah. But seriously, congratulations to them. That's great news. I'm very happy for them. But it does mean that we will not be seeing her in a WWE ring for at least uh, a year. Yeah, I tell you what, to build to the Becky Lynch uh, Ronda rematch, it's taking Boy, a long time to get there. <laughs> this is longer out than that Rock uh, uh, John Cena match, which was a year in advance. Yeah, but, um, but this answers a lot of questions because there was talk of Ronda possibly coming back, and then yeah. you know just, just kind of went silent. We didn't know why, and there was talk of well, Becky, we'll see Becky at Mania, and Becky was apparently supposed to be in the, the bit that where the Bellas were involved with the Bailey. That didn't happen for whatever reason. Who knows? And um, so here we are. No Becky, no Rhonda for a year. <laughs> right. Well, so we, we should we should have Becky back sooner than that, we yeah. would think. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Charlotte is next or not. Uh, <laughs> it could happen to anybody at any time when you're least suspecting. It just happened to Lacey Evans, who's yeah. still out. You know, she's she's out uh, right now with a um, uh, uh, with she's, right. she's several months along at this point. But so is Rhonda. Apparently, she's about four months along as well. Yeah. Yeah, and the crazy um, thing is, yeah, they thought Charlotte was pregnant. That's what you know initially. Yeah, that's what caused. That's what got her bumped out of the show. 
yeah, that and then she then she had COVID, and then you're like, well, mm-hmm. you know, we can't we can't put you where you know we need you to put in the, in the same spot with everybody. So sorry. So it was a lot of uh, confusion there with her, but hey, at least uh, she seems to be okay now. That's what matters. Um, in any event, things <laughs> are Benjamin. <laughs> I'm, I'm still happy for uh, Rhonda and Travis. Uh, congratulations to them. Yeah. Okay. You just mentioned this, which I, I didn't know was the case, but um, so AEW has their blood and guts event coming up uh, the first week of May, May 5th. And just one match, Sean, is this right? Uh, that edition of dynamite, the rumor so far is that blood and guts, that match is going to be the only match on the May 5th edition of dynamite. Um, they said there'll be some other pre-taped segments and stuff like that, but there will not have any other bouts as how it's listed. Um, it'll be just the blood and guts match, which is modeled after the original war games concept, the original Crockett rules, uh, WWE's modernized, modernized it a little bit with the, the, there's no roof on the cage in their version of it and pinfall or submission can win the match. This one is more along the lines of the classic Crockett format where I'm guessing there's a top on the cage and uh, you can't win by pinfall. It is submission or surrender. So somebody's gonna have to give up in some way, shape or form. I, I, I just hope that the cage is tall. Because uh, so you don't get a repeat of uh, Sid uh, Sid Vicious uh, basically throwing Brian Pillman to the top of the cage in a power bomb. Which go YouTube that it is one of the most vicious, no pun intended, things I, I think I've ever seen in wrestling. Just on a move where I don't think Brian could have protected himself uh, with that move in any way, and it was just uh, I don't call it a botch or anything, but just maybe slightly careless. Um, moment no. in, the, in, the, in the war game match, which I will say, I am happy that they have the roof. I don't like I, the. I have a couple of problems with the NXT war games matches because you, you're bringing in plunder in a match that doesn't need it. But you, I, I like the top of the cage because I hate the rule of like, well, if somebody leaves the cage and it's an automatic surrender, the team loses. That to me sets up at some point, you know, when they're going to stress that rule that somebody's going to be on top of the cage. And they're going to get like knocked out of the cage or whatever else, and then that's going to cause the loss or whatever. I don't know. That's just me being being the old school guy. Well, Sean. yeah, but they've ne- they haven't done that. I mean, they they they've you know they they've managed to make it work to the point where I mean the match is still taking place inside the uh, the the ring and everything. It's not the one exception to that being when they didn't let Io Shirai in the damn ring uh, for a while. But then uh, see, in my logic, that's where the top of the cage missing works because she can find a way into the cage. Um, you know, the only thing, and I mean, weapons are going to find their way into the match regardless, because people will bring them into the door. That's a hundred percent going to happen. So, I mean, that's, that's having the roof isn't going to stop anything like that. Um, I'm interested in the, the submission or surrender version of this, because one of the things that I think it's very, very hard to tell an effective, I shouldn't say effective to tell the story well of a match when you're trying to do a submission match or an I quit match or something like that. Because it's not what we're classically trained for as wrestling fans. We're trained for hit the big move. They go for the cover one, two, three, or a kick out. You know what I mean? Those near falls are what we're trained to see as wrestling fans. Yeah. You'll see some submission attempts and stuff like that. But generally speaking, we're, we're, we're trained to see a match go a certain kind of way. And so now the, the near fall situation has been taken away and you can only do so many dramatic submission crawling. I mean, the ropes don't even matter in war games. So that doesn't even matter. Um, that that's where I, I always get a little iffy on that because it's it's that's something that's very easy to mess up and make really drag on. Um, so 
I'm interested in how they're going to do this uh, and make make sure that it's effective and done well because it hasn't been really done like this in a long time. Um, yeah. But you know, you've got guys in there that I mean know how to. I mean, they know what they're doing, so well, it's not like yeah. it's a bunch of schlubs. Well, here here's the matchup. So the inner circle, which is Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, uh, Santana, and Ortiz, are taking mm-hmm. on the pinnacle, which is a little bit of a change what we initially were going to get last year, which is MJF, which is good for him, Wardlow, uh, Sean Spears, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood with uh, Tully Blanchard um in in their corner the corner man if you will right 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 so we'll see how that goes <laughs> the yeah. uh but again you've got and i mean you've also got i mean telly blanchard's been in one of those before hasn't he i i, I think he was uh in one of the early uh war game matches I'd, I'd have to look that up uh which would be pre-88 if he was in them and stuff i mean i and the concept has changed but 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 I always get him confused because there was like the Kevin Sullivan like not Dungeon of Doom matches you know where you had cage on top of a cage on top of a cage, right? Uh, which you know just didn't look good. Um, and now that stuff you know with technology and television changing, I think it's easier to pull off. Some well, Tully crap. Blanchard's been in a bunch of these. I knew he, I knew he'd been in at least one or two, but wow, he's been in a bunch. He was in the Four, four Horsemen versus the Road Warriors, uh, Nikita Koloff and Dusty Road, uh, Dusty Rhodes and Paul Ellering. Um, he was in uh, another ver- another version of almost the same match with uh, Ron Garvin. Uh, he was wow. He did a bunch of these with uh, Dusty Rhodes and the Road Warriors, as I'm seeing here. I mean, and it, it they it looks like they toured this match around. Uh, yeah, it, it, it may not always be a pay per view, but it was one of those things with Crockett at the time, you know. And it's like, well, you know, why not take this around and, and run this gimmick through? Yeah, many, many markets because it was it was unusual at the time. I mean, nobody else did. I mean, this wasn't until. Yeah, they, they, they were house shows yeah. for sure, but I mean, he's yeah. definitely been in them is my point. So, I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he's no stranger to this. He knows what he's doing in these match types. I mean, so yeah, he was in the first, uh, he was in the, the, the very first one, the great American bash back in 87. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. like he, he's, he's an old hat at this. He knows what he's doing with the, absolutely. so he can absolutely help kind of put this thing together. Him, him and Arn should be working on this match. Hundred percent. And you know, and, and Sean, this may be like you said, one match show because the war games that we get for the, the NXT pay per views are four and four. Yeah, and, and those are like forty minute matches, and then here five on five, so you're going to get some extra time in there. And who knows if we're going to let the first two guys go on or or what they're going to do. Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I just see who's going to start it too. Yeah, I, I I just hope um you know for however they do it, like because what was the match that closed out the NXT show a couple of weeks ago? It was. Uh, Adam Cole versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly, where yeah. like that match should have been like 15 minutes shorter, where just kind of like you know, just because of the non-sanctioned Mac, where okay, he's knocked out basically, and you're trying to do whatever. Like this can't happen in this match. Like it, you know, somebody's got to submit or whatever else, but like don't drag this out. Right. Please don't make this a you know a, a 90 minute match where it's just like, well, I'm just gonna go watch the last in 10 minutes. I don't need, I don't, just, you know, give me a reason to watch. Well, but it also, it's also different with the section of you've got different people in the match at different times. It's very different than a one, one grudge match between a one on one situation. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's going to be a long match. I'm sure of that without a doubt. Uh, so I'm not surprised they don't have a lot of other matches on the show. I'm still a little surprised it's the only match on the show. Maybe it's one of the things you need to figure out. Okay, how long are we going to go here? And then, you know, who are we going to throw? Might, Dave, this will be the first AEW show where you won't see a suicide dive to the, to the outside. Thank you. So, Thank you. We thrilled about that. It'll be Dave's favorite Dynamite episode ever. Um, all right. So, yeah, we, we, we'll we see how that goes on May 5th, I guess. 
Yeah. By the way, congrats on them for getting uh, two weeks in a row over a million views. So uh, yes, when and this is the thing. This is why with having not, neither of them, um, this is why having neither of them um, uh, on the same night is beneficial to both yeah. brands. Yeah. 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 Uh, Lloyd, Lloyd, I, I realize you jumped in a little late, but yes, it's but uh, so far that it seems they they the rumor is that War Games will be the only match on the May fifth edition. You mean the blood and guts match? <laughs> it's bottled on war games, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lloyd, nice to see you too, by the way. So, oh, right. absolutely. But why? What's the next, Dave? What's the? Uh, uh, well, we got some emails. I think that's all I have for. I think that's all I have for news. Right. Um, let's see. Do I have anything else special for news? Let me check here. We've got nothing major. Uh, Mia Yim has been reassigned to SmackDown. Uh, oh, good for her. Uh, I guess it's it still has her listed as reckoning, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and Shane Thorne has been moved there as well. Uh, okay. I'm really hoping that that means oh, flat, that slap slap back slapjack. Yeah, I'm really hoping that means that retribution is no more, um, and we're not what? just going to keep calling them. They're stupid. They take off your dumb masks, and let's move on because it was yeah. it's terrible. If they were unmasked on Monday, uh, T uh, T Bar and whatever, and the other guy, and um, yeah. and they're wrestling. Uh, um, Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman on Monday, um, mm. so we'll see if they come out masked or not. See yeah, I, the other uh, the other two unmasked the other two guys was as Benjamin says, kind of ridiculous. Um, it, it was it was, uh, I mean, it happened. I'm I'm glad it happened in a way because I'm like, all right, let's get rid of the dang. Let's. Yeah, I want retribution to be over with, and I kind of I'm I'm okay with the idea of them rebuilding uh, around Bobby Lashley and MVP with a new team. Um, and making it two big dominant guys who like like Dominic Dijakovic and Dio Madden. But let's call them Dominic Dijakovic and Dio Madden. Yeah. Do not make me call them T-Bar and Mace. You know what I mean? This could be good for everybody involved as far as that's concerned. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and I hope the same for Mia Yim and Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne's an incredibly talented dude. Yeah. And he's had zero chance to display that so far, which has been a real bummer. Mia Yim is a fantastic women's wrestler. I, I, um, absolutely, yeah. And I'm thrilled to see her over there with the likes of Sasha Banks and Bailey and um, uh, Bianca Belair and some of those other women. So, <laughs> yes, agreed, Lloyd. I've said that, said that almost Crap. since the beginning. Scrap that crap. Uh, yeah. Jordan brought up a point real quick, just uh, Alistair Black. Max promo. Um, I don't know if did you see that? I I, I did not. You know, it, we got an email about that too. Uh, let me let me. Let me oh, did we? Okay, all right. We can do that. Um, just somebody said, uh, Matt in Portland, are you happy to see Alistair Black is back? Um, yes, I am happy to see Alistair Black is back, uh, and it looks like he has both eyes, which is nice. Yeah, um, we're done. With, we're done with that stupid thing. Um, it's it's such a it was such a joke. Um. When he did that to him, but he uh, the the promo wasn't bad. Uh, they're still going the heel route with him, it seems like. But I'm interested to see it because it's something for him. It's not just uh, Alistair's back and he's losing. You know what I mean? Like they didn't just throw him <laughs> back on TV to be a jobber to some other person or to you know he's actually on there. And it looks like there's something meaningful behind it, and I'm really hoping so. I was worried after his wife was gone, what was going to happen with him? But yeah. Yeah, we'll and, and, you know, it, it got him off television for a while, which sometimes is beneficial uh, because you get kind of I'm not saying like it gives him a fresh start, but he need, but he needs to come back. He needs to be a different guy. He can't be the same Alistair Black we saw five or six months ago. His social media stuff, too, has been kind of leading in that direction. Um, and he was tweeting the other day, or 
Instagram. I don't know. He's doing one of the social medias. Lloyd, I agree, he can be a good heel, but he's a better baby face. He's a better badass baby face, like the like when the um like an Undertaker type character or something like that. But he is a good heel as well. Um, I'm I'm a little concerned that the angle they're going for him with is like some kind of cult leader type thing. And I'm like, hey, you already have one of those on SmackDown. <laughs> we don't need a second one. Yeah. Um, like I don't see the I don't see that happening. Um, so I can't. I'm, I'm. I'm. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, okay. Well, I don't think that's the route they're going. Maybe I'm just misinterpreting what he's doing. But oh, it, it was weird. Is that when I heard he was coming back, I thought that, like, oh, well, now you can team him up with Alexa Bliss because Alexa mm-hmm. is is going off into her own world. Oh, maybe Alexa's going to be wrestling, and maybe that that's going to be fine too. But yeah, we're going like, to have her uh, with red lights and uh, hocus pocus nonsense with the women now. <laughs> awesome. God, that would that be good? But I would love to see. Because because that would be a good program with like him and, and Bray. Although it might just be too bizarre, considering how Bray's last match was. We really Alistair needs Alistair really needs some rehab. Keep him the hell away from something like Bray Wyatt. That's it's. <laughs> I, I, I'm not even sure what they're going to do with Bray in the future at this point. Um, I don't know where he goes from here. I if I'm them, I use him sparingly because yeah. this stuff is crazy and off the deep end, and it can work sometimes, but other times I, I don't know. So. Uh, Lloyd asked you, they're going to have her fighting Bray. I think Lloyd, I think Alexa is moving on to, you know, it, it's, she's in the weird spot because she, wherever she's going to chase in the raw roster, because you got Rhea, uh, you know, Oscar, Charlotte in that program. I, I don't, I don't know when you, you have her in there. You know? My, my issue with, uh, with Alexa is that with her character of like, she's supposed to be almost, almost a female version of Bray Wyatt in the sense where she's the happy smiley. Ah, ha, 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 and then she goes into the, the fiend quote-unquote mode you know what i mean (laughs) that doesn't really work for me when she's standing across from somebody who's two and a half times her size like rhea ripley or charlotte or you know what i mean like i'm like "Mm, i I don't know that i like that so they're gonna have to think of something different for her with that yeah yeah we'll see Next next uh, question here, Sean. This has been a big, big topic of the news in the last couple of weeks. Of all the recent WWE releases, which one was the biggest surprise? Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe was hands down the biggest surprise to me um, because the word was that he had recently, you know, been he was cleared to wrestle again a little while ago. They had him on commentary just because they needed him there at the moment, and he was very good at it. Um, he was... And I, I think Renee, uh, Renee Young said it best on her Twitter when the uh, when they were announced. Um, how the hell do you screw up Samoa Joe? That was what she yeah. said, and I couldn't agree with her more. Samoa Joe, first of all, he was put in some terrible stuff, and he still was a believable badass character. Yeah, um, he absolutely worked for you. You could have brought him back in so many roles. He could have been a foil for Bobby Lashley. He could have been a foil for Roman Reigns. He could have been a great foil for Roman Reigns. Oh, my God. I would have loved to have seen that feud with a heel Roman Reigns yeah. up against Samoa Joe. That would have been amazing. And now, now he's gone. We got nothing from him now. We don't even have him on commentary, which I'm like, damn. Give him at least some the commentary role because he was good at that, too. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I haven't read I, that name. I don't know if he got in trouble because I know some people didn't like his comments he made about the whole um, the not bad bunny, but I think the whole Miz entrance or whatever else. Did I think he like Booker T was like saying, "Hey, you need to you know dial it down a little bit or something." I don't here. even know what happened. I didn't hear anything about this. So, but um, I have to look and see exactly what he said. But uh, I think during the intro when the when the when the rabbits were jumping up and down, it it 
Probably wasn't the best Joe, but it's Joe being Joe. I mean, he talks trash. This is what he does. You know? Yeah, but people have said a million dumb things, and that you know they don't they don't get they're not going to get released over that one yeah. the, that thing. Um, he was a really good color commentator. Uh, he was awesome in his his promo with Lesnar. I agree with that. Back when they were going yeah. to that, um, but that was hands down the one that made me just go, like I, I was stunned when I when I read that. Um, I, it. There were other names on there that didn't shock me as lot, as much. Um, a lot of people made a big deal over the Iconics being released. Uh, um, that that which, shocked me. I, didn't the, shock the, me. They okay, split okay. them up. They split them up and had absolutely nothing for either one of them this whole time. I'm not shocked at all. They're gone. B- Billy Kay, I thought, had a rebound with the whole resume thing. I thought that was a great gimmick. I loved it. Look, okay, it, was was, no, it was a nothing gimmick that went nowhere. She did it forever, and no, it never led to anything. I well, she had a match with Carmella, you know. In the yeah, because they needed they teams to put together and, at the last. Thought, like, oh, this is a great team. They found something, and like, and then in a story I read, I think it was like what culture said, like it was a producer who didn't get the gimmick. This is like okay, well, I don't get it. So you know, Peyton Royce. Uh, you, you know, it's frustrating because she complained. You know, she had a great match against Oscar, and it's like, hey, look, she yeah. can go given the opportunity. But when you break up a team and do nothing with them, Tucker, okay, hey, we're going to put you in this tag team. Hey, by the way, we're going we're to take you out of this tag team, Tucker, because we're going to push the other guy. And instead of you, maybe what's funny though is we're going to just put the other guy in a tag team again. We're just we're not going to yeah. really push him. We're gonna yeah, I, I know. Like I know the economics weren't used for even before that for a while. I don't know if somebody was hurt. It's the case with some of these people that may have been released, like Samoa Joe, and I know, you know we don't know the whole story of. What the injury is, I'm sure we'll find out. Some of the other names, because uh, I heard some stuff they can't which, mention. But which, by the way, uh, the only option now, just been people talking about what like people uh, what they're going to do after leaving WWE at this point. Like, what's their best option after this? And um, I, I right now, I'm going to tell you right the hell now, the only only option for Samoa Joe, and I will argue with anybody who says anything else. The only option is AEW. He is it's, too big of a name in professional wrestling to go anywhere else at this point. I mean, he can go to Japan, but I don't think that's what he wants. He really wants to establish himself and be a big part of the the American wrestling product. And he AEW is, is the really the other place for him to do that. Um, he's the other big stage for him to be on at this point in his career. He doesn't he's closer to the end than he is to the beginning, that's for sure. Um, um, and he yeah, can go over yeah, there and have some, well, he can go over there and have matches with John Moxley. He can go over there and have matches with Kenny Omega. He can go over there and have matches with uh, you know Chris Jericho. With I mean, there's tons of guys over there though. Yeah, and Lloyd, yeah, he's got to watch the head though because whatever injury he had, um, I guess he was concussed or not concussed, but whatever you know, the injury he got during the oh, I heard he got concussed. Yeah. yeah, I heard he got a concussion oh. which kept him out for a while. I don't have it as a prop, but I wish I had a trash bag, Sean. Um, because uh, when Mickey James was one of the cuts, uh, she got her st- stuff back in a trash bag. And I think this she, is the she, second time it's happened to her. Yeah. Because I think she, they did this to her the first time, too, when she got released. Yeah. Um, and she, she wrote a really nice letter, which, by the way, very classy. She handled it very well mm-hmm. at all ends of it. But, you know, she just said, hey, you know, like, I got this. Here's my stuff in the, in the trash Yeah, bag. a guy that we've seen a lot over um, the last several years, especially with uh, Total Divas and this, that, and the other thing, Mike Carano, or Mark Carano, excuse me. Yeah, yeah Mark Carano. Um, he was the talent relations uh, guy, head of talent relations. Uh, he got fired the other day. Um, and that's – WWE didn't come out and officially say that's why they let him go, but that's why they let him go. Um, yeah. Because – when Mickey posted about getting her stuff in a trash bag like that, 
Um, Stephanie commented online and said, I had no idea that happened. I'm disgusted that that happened. And she was like, and then she immediately said, the person responsible for that is no longer with this company now. And uh, apparently that was Mark Carano. Uh, now, yeah. here's the thing. Mar Mickey, like you said, wrote a nice letter afterwards and said that, you know, she didn't want anybody. She's not going to rejoice over anybody losing their job. Um, she's not going to, you know, take pride in that. But she's happy that other people won't have to deal with the same behavior that she was treated with from this person and that culture uh as a result so she's happy that she could leave the wrestling business better than she found it now that being said i'm not mickey james i don't have to be nice uh to hell with that guy i'm glad he's fired uh gail because kim um, gail, i was gonna say gail kim also came out <laughs> yeah it said something about like karma coming back to that guy so obviously yeah. she had some issues with him in the past uh you, you can't do that you're a professionally run company and 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 it doesn't matter if you're Mickey James or if, you know if you're the Brooklyn Brawler, um, you know you can't treat somebody like that when they're let go. You can't just say here's your well, stuff. Now that's one thing if you're putting it in the trash. But hey, okay, I don't want this to get wet and everything's nice in there. But you can't just shove it all in there and say okay, all right, future bye. endeavors, good luck. Yeah. Um. And <laughs> the thing is that you say it doesn't matter if you're the Brooklyn Brawler, Brawler or Mickey. Um, it does matter. It matters if you're the Brooklyn Brawler or Mickey, because I promise you this has happened to other people and they've probably brought it up and nobody cared. Um, yeah, well, that's Mickey, what I'm saying. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, you can't happen to oh, these people. I, mean, I agree with you, but it, it, it takes somebody with at least the, the stature of a Mickey James to say something before anything is going to change. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that it, it did, that did happen. Um, now the downside to this is that they brought John Laurinaitis back. Well, he's the one that made all his calls. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I just want to let you know. It's, it's, it's my impersonation. I just, we're going to let you go in the future. We wish you the best in your future endeavors. People. Buy so, uh, if, as if, <laughs> and here's the downside. Um, it still sucks because uh, <laughs> Johnny Hayes <laughs> is back. And if you think that Vince McMahon was surrounded by people who never told him no before, uh, oh boy, Johnny Hayes. <laughs> Has Johnny Ace will tell him yes to things he hasn't asked yet. Yeah. Um, he is a, a world class yes man for Vince McMahon. Um, so, oh boy, I can't tell you how thrilled I am that he's back in the fold. I, it, it's, it's weird because I don't know if he's disliked more as a talent or, or as a backstage person. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, we have to give him credit for like the Ace Crusher and stuff. So, he, you know, he did stuff, but it's like. It, I, I don't know. He's he's he's. I'm not thrilled that he's back. Well, we'll see what happens, but we'll we'll we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to see about that because there are some horror stories as far as talent relations when he was in charge of that before. Yeah. So we'll we'll, hear, oh, we'll way, see uh, how that goes. Oh, Bo Dallas. Um, you, you know, forgotten name. Uh, I, we're gonna have to. We won't have time in this episode, but I interviewed him, which I don't think like many people heard. So I'm gonna have to dust that one off, and we'll maybe have to add it. Like, oh yeah, coming episodes. Uh, <laughs> That'd be good. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Bo Leave gimmick, and it was not a great interview. I, uh, hey, I, lo I loved Bo Leave. I loved it. <laughs> there was potential out there, obviously. Yeah. We never saw. But he's going to be fine in his real estate career. So him and... Uh, yeah, he, is it yeah Mandy well, when he went on TV for like two or three years, you got to... Yeah, is it Mandy, I want to make sure I get his girlfriend right. Is it Mandy Rose? Is his Mandy girlfriend Rose? Mandy Rose? I don't know. Who's, who's Bo uh, Dallas dating? Is he dating somebody good? Because they are... They are uh, um, I think like they're getting like a far like they have a post wrestling career set up. Liv Morgan? Oh, Liv Morgan, that's who it is. Yeah, I knew it was a blonde. It's, yeah. 
Yes. Oh my God. That's what? Yes. So good. How did all. that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, How he believed. He believed. He did. I. <laughs> wow. Liv Morgan. It's like I found out that um, uh, what's his name? Remember the guy? He was in NXT for a while, and he was doing the hippie gimmick with the signs. Um, and he he went to Japan. He's Juice Robinson now or whatever. Uh, that dude's with Tony Storm. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> The, all these people stealing my future ex wives Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh him? Yeah. No, yeah, he's a big dude though. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was he was huge in Japan. Yeah. Um, and then he just recently debuted for Impact Wrestling. So, in any event, um, <laughs> just wow. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I you know, the heart Chelsea, wants what like, the heart what? wants. It's like you know, uh, I think Chelsea Green isn't she with uh, Zach Ryder? Or yeah. Matt Cardona. I mean, like, yeah. look at that. I couldn't find a bigger D bag, you know, for you know, but hey, Chelsea Green, all right, you are once but, but, I, I, I feel for her too because she had the one match and half match in SmackDown. She and then she got hurt. You know, and well, she was in the rumble, I guess, but at the time she didn't have an identity yeah, of being yeah. you know, a superstar, and it's yeah, I guess she, didn't have anything for. Her. And mm-hmm. I'm like, like that's a frustrating thing. And, and you know, and we can complain all day about whether or not somebody's talented and like, like everybody's going to be a main eventer. Oh, everybody on this list was talented. There's, there's nobody on this list that wasn't talented. But, but you don't use them. And then you're like, a year later, it's like, well, we have nothing for you. And it's like, yeah, of course you have nothing for them because you haven't been doing anything with them for a year. Yeah. You know, it's like, and you can't tell me that Samoa Joe never came to you with ideas. I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe that for a second, because Joe is one of those guys who's always trying to 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 move to the next point in his career. So like, there's no chance that Joe never had any ideas. I, I don't. I can't believe that like Billy Kay and Peyton Royce had no ideas, um, especially uh, Billy Kay, who is who is always. Um, yeah. She she's very passionate about everything. Um, so in any event, all right. So the releases sucked. Yeah. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And unfortunately we've come to expect this post WrestleMania for some, from, uh, yeah, unfortunately, if, hope, if they go to AEW, please let them get used better than Miro. No, I don't think all of them should go to AEW. I think, yeah, I just, I think Joe, I think Joe should go. Yeah. I think, um, wherever, Pey- wherever like Peyton goes or Billy goes, the other needs to not go there because you, they, because they, they were not a team, you know, all the, you know, throughout their whole career. It's not like they built their career on that. Um, they built their careers as individual wrestlers and then got put together in NXT because they were friends. Um, my thing is that don't retread that ground. Don't, you know, there, there'll, there'll be money in that later. Yes. But do, yeah. if you're, if, if it's me talking to you right now, there are things about Peyton's game and Billy's game. They're both ta- incredibly talented, but there's things that they could, they, they're going to have to to improve on and work on and do what Drew did. Get out there and wrestle for as many people as you can on the independent circuit and I bet you WWE comes back calling you again. Hey, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that's what's going to happen with some of them. Maybe just at this yeah. time, you know, we have nothing for you creative. But we kind of did, but we, but we know. So something will change. Yeah. So we'll see. All right, I got an interesting question about AEW, Sean. Uh, if AEW does house shows again, and it's been coming up in conversations, do you see WWE following suit with this? Uh, Brian from Wyoc. Um. Yeah, probably. Pro- I mean, probably. So I, 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 I don't know how fast they'll return to them. Because uh, Vince McMahon will 100% want to believe that it's his idea, not that he's being, you know, <laughs> convinced to do it because AEW did it. Um, but I've also heard some rumblings that WWE is looking at really cutting back the house show uh, schedule as well post COVID. Um, yeah. But be, uh, you know, I so that's possible as well um, because they've got all these other deals in place right now uh, that are generating a lot of money for the company. 
uh, even without yeah. even without the the house show revenue and stuff like that and, and ticket sales, which is crazy. They they still managed to turn a pretty solid profit uh, last year. Um, so it's it's you know they've got these deals in place that really benefit them. So do I see them going back to doing some in the future? Uh, well, you say soon in the future. I don't know if it'll be soon. We're gonna see before WWE starts going back to to house shows. We'll see fans live in attendance again. Yeah, well, could could they, based on the success no, of WrestleMania, can, can they can they do pay per views with an audience? Can they say we're going to be think, live in Atlanta, Georgia? We're going to go live to Dallas because these are places. I think you football. could absolutely do that. I think you could absolutely do the live pay per views um, with the the steps you need to take to be careful and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think that's absolutely a possibility. Um, that being said, they're still going to have to be careful and they're going to have to judge that. But before we're going to see house shows return, you're going to see fans back on weekly television Yeah, because, yeah. They, because they're not going to, they're not going to go back to the house shows, which come with their own cost, um, to then have a limited audience and this, that, and the other thing they're going to try and get people back into the main shows before they go back to the house. Yeah. Shows. You, you got to follow the money. You think, you, and you, you got to remember AEW said fans back for a long time at this point. Yeah, they have. So yeah, and, and, they, and they've been and no and they've been very spaced out and they've been trying to keep everybody safe and from what I, from what I understand they've been doing a solid job, but yeah. the um that, they're not that, touring right now. But if they tour, right. yeah, because every state's gonna have different rules and stuff too. So you're gonna be mindful yeah, exactly. of that. All right, this one and this is based on last night's SmackDown. This is a really good email, Sean. Uh, Cesaro faces Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash. Does this mean that Cesaro isn't winning the title if that match doesn't happen in a bigger pay per view? JT and Cattle. No, I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, we've seen title changes on smaller, you know, shows, but smaller pay-per-views before. Um, and, you know, sometimes that will be the only big news coming out of a show like that is that, you know, so-and-so dropped the title. Um, now the catch will be clearly at, we've got Roman Reigns dodging Cesaro is what's happening. Yeah, um, which, which, which I like, by the way, because because oh, it, 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 yeah. it sets up the path. And I'd rather have this delayed. I don't want to say it's too soon for Cesaro because it's been a long time coming. But let's... No, but I like the idea of... You're doing a couple of things here. You're stretching out the story, which I have no problem with because you're doing it in a meaningful way because um, you're giving time for Cesaro to develop as a character. You're giving time for to tell the story. Um, I, I like that. I also like the idea that you can use Daniel Bryan to put a little more sympathy into the situation because, A, Roman Reigns will probably absolutely destroy him again, um, which will you know create a little sympathy there because people will hate Roman. Then well, that, That's the match they have on SmackDown next week. If right. Roman wins, uh, bye-bye Daniel on SmackDown. So then Cesaro, but still, it's very clear that, that Roman is trying to dodge Cesaro without saying he's dodging Cesaro. Yeah. Um, because, you know, he's the tribal chief. He's going to be, he's going to be um, uh, uh, there forever and he'll fight yeah. everybody and yada, yada, yada. I, to be perfectly honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if Cesaro doesn't even get the match at Backlash. I wouldn't I, I, be surprised I, I, I if they find you. a way to hold that off even longer. I, I, I agree with this in this situation. That's why I'm glad we got this email because I'm thinking like Seth Rollins is still in the picture, mm -hmm. and, and and I rather see you know we we get another round of Seth and Cesaro. I'm I'm fine with that. It was a great match at Mania. I enjoyed the match. It had the emotion of moment. You finally see Cesaro win at go up in WrestleMania in the singles match and win a match. Yeah, it was great. So I would hope <clears throat> that the same thing happens here and they can push it off for a while. You know, it, it's fine. Uh, you know. We don't need to but, do this right away. But by the way, does it seem like to anybody else, and just bear with me, the last couple of times that, that Cesaro was going to cut a promo, he's been cut off. Um, does it seem like to anybody else they are going out of their way to not let Cesaro talk? Because he's really not been able – he was supposed to cut a promo last night and he got cut off by everybody else. 
He was he was not allowed to cut his promo. I'm like, I I just I don't. He can talk. He can talk. Don't get me wrong. He, he doesn't talk. have to. He can absolutely talk. It's not like it's like Vince hears his accent and automatically goes, I don't understand what he says. I I, I cannot. What's he say? I don't understand that language. Like Vince, he's speaking English and he speaks it well. The dude speaks like six languages or something. Yeah. Like, like and, and he's funny. He's he a funny guy. Funny dude. He's a witty guy, and he doesn't have to go out there and cut the world's best promos. Let him go out there. Let him be intense. Let him say what he wants to say, and let's move on. You know what I mean? Not everybody needs to be cracking jokes and this, that, and the other thing. Let him go out there, and for lack of a better term, I'm not trying to say this to, to cause any controversy or anything, but you know, Chris Benoit never cut amazing promos. He he cut, you know pretty middle of the road promos, but he showed good intensity and his ring work carried him the rest of the way. And I think Cesaro could easily fill that role where his promos are, are decent. You know what I mean? Even if he's not doing fire promos every week, but his ring work carries him further than that. Um, and Vince says, uh, I'm sorry, Lloyd says that he doesn't think that uh, Cesaro is going to win the title. I could see you being right, but I hope you're wrong. Even if he just gets a short run with the title, I'd love to see Cesaro get it just one time. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're this, so. This guy. I, I know not everybody needs it. I understand that not everybody needs to win the title. I get that it's not something that everybody gets to do, but it's just it's there's something about Cesaro as good as he is, as hard as he's worked, and as much as fans are behind him, I want to see him get it at least once. Now maybe he won't. Maybe he never will, and we're going to be pointing to him on that list of the best wrestlers to never win the world title with you know Ted DiBiase and Roddy Piper and all these guys that never won the world title. Um, but you never know. I, I would love to see him win it and, and be able to at least for a second say he was the champion of WWE. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's kind of like, Oh, I love the Cesaro mania. Um, damn right. It's kind of like Kofi, you know, when Kofi finally got that moment when he had that amazing, you know, gauntlet match and people are like, you know what? We like this guy, you know, and, and the fans got behind and and all of a sudden, you know, you, you put him in the match and, Oh, it, it, it was great. You know, now the end wasn't spectacular, uh, but, uh, but I tell you what, getting there, you know, sometimes it's uh, all about the, uh, the journey. And then um, if they can get, if they can get to Cesaro winning the title, I, I think, you know, the crowd, if there's a live crowd for that match, they will lose their minds. Yeah. The, Cesaro won the title. Um, and you know what? Roman can come back and win it back from him. It's yeah. not going to, you know, they, how many times did the rock and Austin and triple H and all those guys trade the title with each other? You know, it, it's you, you can do this and absolutely Roman can come back and still get his heat back immediately and get the title back. It's not going to that's not going to ruin Roman or anything like that. Um, you know, Roman doesn't have to win forever to stay the tribal chief Roman Reigns character. The point of the point of his character is that he has he he's filled with this this ego and this bravado that is in some cases unwarranted. Because yeah. he dodges people like Cesaro, because he takes shortcuts by having his cousin help him. Because you know what I mean? Like he he takes these shortcuts, but he brags like he does it all himself, you know? Yeah. And so that kind of character can recover from losing a match against an incredible wrestler. You know? I, I, absolutely. And you know, it's I mean, obviously he's not gonna hold the title forever. At some point he's gonna lose, but like no. he can get it back. It doesn't it's not gonna damage his product. You know, his product has improved so much since he came back. You know, as uh, as a Heyman guy last year, if you will. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it just when that happens, like, I keep, wow, they're really doing this. And then all of a sudden, yeah, it just, it's been outstanding. It's been one of my favorite things in wrestling over the last eight months. Yeah. Smackdown, been, has, Smackdown has been the better show for a while, and that remains true. Yeah, way too much. Hey, uh, trying to get, I got this email here. Um, let's see here. Um, 
My dad listens to your ESPR podcast every upload, and uh, you went to WrestleMania 37 as he cosplayed the Fiend. Can we get a shout out to him? I got some pictures. I was going to say, do you have the picture of him as the Fiend? Because these are great. Check these out, guys. Check these out. These are awesome. This is, look at this. Look at that. Look at that. That's him as the Fiend. That's not the Fiend. (laughs) That's him as the Fiend. He's cosplaying the Fiend at WrestleMania. Yeah. How awesome is that, right? That's so freaking cool. Um, And they said in the email, that uh, they went to WrestleMania 37. They had an ESPR sign, but because it was raining, we all know it was raining. Yeah. Um, because it was raining, they didn't get to bring it in. But we appreciate you trying regardless. Uh, that's so cool of you. Uh, that is Chris Boyd. Yes, he says, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but that is Chris Boyd. Uh, thank you so much, man. Uh, yeah, we appreciate yeah. that. Um, and what an, uh, what an awesome Fiend cosplay. And again, we appreciate you even ha- having the sign. Maybe you need to use it. That's so cool. Uh, glad you got to go to WrestleMania. I hope you enjoyed the whole experience. Um, that it's rain delay and all. I hope you enjoyed the experience there, man. But uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it was so cool to get that email. Uh, I'm not sure who <laughs> sent it. <laughs> I'm uh, guessing one of your kids since it said my dad. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, if there's no name in the email other than negative. So I don't yeah. Know so I don't know who that is. Do you have one of your kids oh, who's particularly yeah. negative? I, I don't know. know who negative is. Yeah, I, but either way, uh, so they reached out to us. So the kids and fans were great. It was a great time. That's awesome, man. I'm really glad to hear that. I am no, genuinely happy son. for you. Oh, okay, great. Well, tell your son we said hi as well. Little, yeah. little, little negative. <laughs> but yeah, so um, absolutely, that's so super cool. Uh, and we are thrilled to have you here with us all the time, man. Chris, you're a regular, regular involved guy, and we really appreciate it. Austin, so tell Austin we said hi too. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Austin. That's great email. Yes. Appreciate that. Yes, but uh, that was a badass cosplay. Really loved that. Uh, that and Chris is now Chris. Right, you've done this already, Dave. But Chris has now completed uh, a dream of mine, which is to go to a WrestleMania one day. Yeah, so, you, you I, I want to go. Fun. I want to go desperately, but it's it ain't cheap. <laughs> no, no, I, it's it worked out for me in the cities that was in because I had family that lived in the area. So. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna take something like that for me to be able to do it. Yeah, I mean, so. next year's in Dallas. Um, you know, which. Which, by the way, and, and I always told myself, I always told myself that if I'm going to a WrestleMania too, I'm not sitting in the nosebleeds. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be front row. That's not happening. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not that kind of. I don't have that kind of money. But I'm not gonna be in the nosebleeds. If I'm going, I'm gonna save up money and I'm gonna get good seats. You, you know what is crazy, Sean? I was at SummerSlam 1993. I was in the second row, um, mm-hmm. and you could see me at one spot right, right before the uh, the Bret Hart, um, Doink, uh, Jerry Lawler uh, fiasco. Um, I got those tickets for like 20 bucks in 1993 because I was part of the WWE WWF Ben fan club and you had to write in, you know, send in, you get your tickets. I mean, that was a cool mm-hmm. thing about people about, about the fan club is that you got one free house show ticket. And then when if a pay-per-view came to your town, you got first right of tickets. So I sent it in and I got second row tickets. Uh, That's you know, awesome. That Lex Luger versus Yokozuna for pay-per-view. $20 now would even get you in the building and let Arabian parking. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, but I, when I went to the two WrestleManias, I mean, I had nosebleeds in Orlando um, because this is what I could afford. And then I think the Detroit Ford Field one, which is 23, I was off to the side, but I was like the second level down. But I had a good, decent yeah, view. Yeah, see, second level down is, is what I'd probably try to shoot for. I'd try yeah, to do something yeah. like that. Yeah, because uh, the people which, with, with the ringside souvenir seats, which is cool, I, I can't do that. So. That's so much money. That's yeah. so much money. But, don't get but, me wrong, you know, I'd love to do it. I just don't have that kind of money. Yeah, I I, I, I think it's great. I, I just um, 
just without because you still got to fly to these cities, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I have to oh, do yeah. You got to get there. Yeah, you got to get there. <laughs> uh, you know, so there's a bit of that. And then, like, I mean, at least with Detroit, I was able to drive at the time. Right. Um, you know, because I couldn't go to WrestleMania 3. I wanted to go to 3 as a kid. And my dad said no, because he knew that it was going to be a parking nightmare. So that didn't happen. <laughs> it wasn't wrong. So, all right. Uh, is, is that, was that our last email? Yeah, that's our last email. So th- thanks for those right. uh, who appreciate that. And what we got here? Oh, uh, Sean Michael said he's been to Bash of the Beach. Definitely wants to go to WrestleMania as well. I've been to a Bash of the Beach with WWE as well. Um, I also went to a TNA pay-per-view. Um, I want to oh. say it was... I want to say it was Elevation X. Oh, is it been the one what it was? The, the Ted or whatever or, they did? Was that the Ted one? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. The Destination X or Elevation whatever. Because there was... I. There was I don't remember which the pay-per-view name was, but I remember there was an Elevation X match in the show. I remember that. Uh it was AJ Styles and was it Rhino? I don't remember. It's it's that sound that sounds right, but I could be wrong. Hey Lloyd, the guy went to that. It was it was at scope. Okay, it was at scope. Yeah. And um yeah, I think I think it was I could be wrong, but I thought it was like AJ Styles and Rhino or something, but I could be wrong. March 9, 2008. There you go. There you wow. go. I, I went to that one back when, uh, back before Hogan and all of them got to. Uh... <laughs> before they ruined it. Uh, it was the unlikely alliance in the main event: Christian Cage, Kevin, Kevin Nash. Uh, yes. Joe versus the Angle Alliance: Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, and Tomko. That's okay, a so pretty he, good match. So he wasn't in that. Yeah, no, it was a pretty good match. It was a pretty good match. <laughs> I mean, with yeah. Kevin Nash. No, if it's Kevin Nash, but Kevin Nash post two thousands was not the same Kevin Nash we had. In the 90s, so. even Kevin Nash in the 90s was kind of hit and miss. Yeah, the, um, you know, it really depend on when, what <laughs> night you caught him. But either way, uh, okay, so that's uh, it for the emails. Yeah, I guess that's it. We kind of been jumping around on topics tonight, but that's all right. Uh, gives us a chance to talk about some different stuff. Yes, the fish market street fight with Team 3D. Yep, yep, <laughs> Chuck remembers that one. The uh, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I, I, no, that was a thing. I think it was um, Man and Shark Boy. Shark Boy, yep. And Kurt. <laughs> I, dude, and I'm not kidding. Everybody, right now, look at my face. This is my serious face. I marked out for Curry Man so hard. It was amazing. Um, in any, I did the dance in my seats and everything. It was great. A fish. Uh, how do you do a fish market street fight? I mean, no, I mean, you're not even I mean, in part of Norfolk. Where you're not even in near Ocean View or at the. Doesn't matter. Dave, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Well, you do it because you have Shark Boy. That's, yeah, that's yeah. why you do it, is because yeah. you have Shark Boy. So, in any event, that is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat for this week. Make sure you tune in next week to join us. We're going to talk about more stuff. Seriously, if you guys have any more topics for us, shoot them in ESPR at FM99.com. We'd love to be able to tackle some of your questions, whether it be about uh, the happenings in wrestling this week or or any other topic or a, a review of an old show or whatever you guys want us to do. Seriously, I love answering y'all's questions. So, send them yeah. on in. We'd really enjoy it. Great emails this past week. That was excellent. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and send us in some more. We'd love it. Uh, also, you can follow us social media, facebook.com slash ESPR99 and the Twitter at ESPR99. Make sure you like us and turn on your notifications when you do so you get notified when we're live just like this. So you can jump in here and talk just like Lloyd and Chuck and Chris and Michael and Benjamin and all these other, you know, everybody who jumps in and talks to us each and every week. We love talking to you guys, so thank you. I know we were all earlier free today for train, but I'll give you a hi and Philip. Uh, well, I feel like we never catch Patreen, whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the <laughs> evening. We never catch Patreen. She's too cool for us. She's got a life. So yeah. <laughs> story, story of my life as a wrestling fan. Everybody else is cooler than me. But um, <laughs> in any event, uh, so got the, uh, uh, the social media out of the way. So the only other options there, if you want to listen to us each and every week, you can listen on ESPR Wrestling. Just search for that on every major podcasting app. 
give us a five-star rating and review when you subscribe. We would greatly appreciate it. And, of course, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com right under the media tab. ESPR, it's always our most recent episode right up there for you. And this one will be up there soon, without a doubt. Oh, yeah, you love the shirt? Yeah, this In This Moment shirt It's pretty great. Pretty great. I got this shirt at their show several years ago at the Norva. Team Sean, you're damn right. You're damn right. Team Sean. Well, what happened to Team Dave, Sean? Uh, Chris? No, there's no. It's Team Sean. <laughs> Deal with it. Deal with it. Um, in any event, uh, it's, I mean, that's great, too. The Blood Drive shirt is a solid shirt, too. You can't, you can't argue with that. But this one actually holds a little special place for me because this was the show I met my girlfriend at. Ah. I, bought, I bought the shirt that night after I met her. Uh, and she's sitting in the other room right now, ignoring me. Have you watched the shirt since then? <laughs> um, moving on. So we'll see you guys next week uh, for Eat Sleep Podcast. Make sure you're here with us, and uh, we'll be we'll talk to you then. Until that time, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody. Go do some laundry. Get out. <laughs>